2: What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app.
3: Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright, or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget
4: it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Kicksville. <laughs> The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hippos, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a country.
3: This is the men's room with miles and thrill. You know what they say? Shake your radio more than three times and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. <laughs>
4: And away we go! Welcome to season 19 in episode number 4035. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill, 3 Tit Smith, and Mike Hawk, Montgomery! And you, Wired of On tap today, it is a random question question. Your guess is as good as mine. Categories, the most friendly accents. And cows. (laughs) We will play Profile This. Plus headlines, a men's room shot of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite. TV time with Dave. Clack, clack. Drinking a drag. All right, here we go. A man parties for four days straight, not realizing that he had been shot in the head. Meanwhile, if it wasn't for an obedient dog, one Michigan man. Lucky he's not dead. (laughs) California man goes to Planet Fitness, really wants to get his pump on. Fraternity brothers put uh, dead longhorn cow on a rival fraternity's front lawn. Into the UK where new ambulances are more like mini Coopers. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room.
3: And now, here's the question.
5: Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, look, most people, they try to do the right thing, whatever that thing might be. But that said, every once in a while, we just can't be bothered with being decent. So we try to cheat the system. Case in point, a woman in Florida, she tried to trick a urine test by using the pee from her aunt's dog. Now, she was so bad at it, she was caught before she even submitted it. Meanwhile, a guy in New Jersey, he was busted after passing fake bills at a convenience store. Not counterfeit bills. But fake ones, he used movie money, the bills that look real, but they actually say in fairly large letters, for motion pictures only. So you're probably thinking, well, no wonder he was caught. Well, maybe. But keep in mind, dude had been using these bills at the same convenience store for four months. It took the staff that long to figure it out. But like we said, people try to cheat the system, and it's not even always a legal issue. Sometimes you just don't want other people to know what you're really up to. A restaurant recently got an amusing request in their delivery notes section. It said, quote, knock quietly. I'm supposed to be on a diet. And in case you're wondering, the food order, yeah, it was a nine-inch Texas barbecue pizza, a double chocolate ice cream with chocolate sauce, and a Dr. Pepper. But hey, these (laughs) things happen. (laughs) Clearly, this was the cheat meal. Or they're trying to gain weight. Who knows? But these are just some of the stories we saw. Stories that left us with many questions. Questions we'd like to ask you in the form of a random question question. And this is how it works. You call us, and we will ask you a question at complete random. And after you share your story, we will share with you the news story that
4: inspired said question. To be a part of the Big Show, the random question question, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, The Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's Room at KISW.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
3: AISW. Oh,
4: the y'all, it's we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4035 of a large and in charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeats. Oh, yeah, on this lovely Monday. Your guess is as good as mine on the way our categories today. We have the most friendly accents around the world. So if you're a traveler, friendly accents. You go someplace, you can say, man, that's uh, just the way they speak. They, they sound like a friendly group. Doesn't mean they're nice, they just sound friendly. Right, and these are obviously different uh, adaptations on languages. Sure, okay. sure. A lot of people speak English with different accents mm-hmm. around the world and different places, depending on if you're in South Africa or you're in West Virginia. It's the same yeah. language, Louisiana. People uh, speak differently. So we have the most friendly accents around the world, and we have a list of U.S. states with more cows than people than people. More cows Keeper than people. Than people, all yes. Right, all right, all right. So uh, when you look at the population of the state, they have more cows <laughs> than people who live there. There are 10. There are 10 states with more cows than people. I guess a few off the top of my head, but I'll, win. Yeah, I'll yeah. win. Those are your categories coming up with your guess is as good as mine. And lucky you, you get more Men's Room Monday through Friday exclusively on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Join us for the Men's Room app here. We'll go over the playoff Picks from the yeah. weekend. We have some props coming up as well. Will somebody be able to catch the Ted Smith, who is leading uh, before uh, with two weekends to go in uh, in the NFL season? So, mm-hmm. Are we going to bet on the Pro Bowl as well? We can. There's four games. That's uh, not how close Miles is. Yeah. I'm getting a sense of that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe four games, maybe three games, depending on uh-huh. how you want to do the math. The Pro Bowl does count as an NFL football game anymore, or does it not? No. no. What about <laughs> the football game. game? It never really counted. But I mean, they're still no. are they still putting on helmets and no, no, it's flag football now. It is flag football. It, it's
5: they do the uh, uh, what do you call it? like the skills competition, all right, the strength competition, and then no. it ends with the flag football. And I think the Manning brothers again are the coaches this year.
4: Am I losing my mind? Yes. Did, uh, did they not? Did they not make flag football an Olympic sport this year? I know the Olympics are coming up, just in uh, what a week or so. I don't think so.
2: I think they I think tried. They were, they were talk Maybe? about seven on seven, but I don't think it's, re- I don't think it's in there. I don't I think, think so. we'd
4: probably dominate that. You would hope so.
2: We, I mean, it like, American we football. basically are the
5: only country that plays
4: it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So. Also, join us for the Men's Room App are If you don't have the Odyssey app, download it now. It's absolutely free. Search for the Men's Room. You'll find all things. Including the Men's Room Radio Station, where we got a chance to put together our own music channel, all mm-hmm. podcast in one place, the weekly podcast, the daily podcast, if you haven't missed a show and you want to catch up, all things at the Odyssey app and on the uh, Men's Room page there. So we'll see you coming up at 6. And today is the day that we do our random question, question 206 803 uh, Miles, you're not too far. 2028. Oh. Flag football will be part of the
2: 2028 Olympic Games in LA. Really? Hmm. After it was, pro- yeah, it was approved last October. Curious to see what country shows up. Other than US. I'm curious to see what country
5: Canada? silver medals in it. Maybe. Mexico? Possibly. I know they have teams in Germany mm-hmm. and yeah. I just think we'll kick their ass. Hello,
4: Danny. Welcome to the Mind room. Hola! Hola! Danny, welcome to the program. Random question, question. You're kind of a derelict, Danny. Let's go with this one. <laughs> How did you try to cheat the system? And did it work? How did you try to cheat the system?
3: Oh man, I can't really think of, uh, well, I don't know, the, the, the worst thing I ever
7: did was I was I had a car that was like on the street and they, the parking patrol kept hitting it for like, you know, you here more than 72
3: hours, you gotta move it, and I moved it like just to the opposite side of the street thinking that would be fine, but apparently it has to leave the block and it got towed.
5: Mm, okay, all right. So it actually has to physically leave the block. I did not realize. I'd i would freaking just either. move your car. That that's what they're asking you to do, right? No, it
7: has to leave the block to stop people from just pushing their
4: junk cars back and forth like that. They know it's uh, okay, not stupid. All right. <laughs> well, Steve, didn't you have was it Tony that you said had it was Tony? Had yeah, the parking I... meter cover. So, yeah, like, so, if, like if the parking meter was broke, they would put the cover over it. And this die. is when
5: you still put coins in the parking meter, right? So and you know it was you know every what nine feet. As it used to be, so they would put like this kind of orange netting over it if the parking meter was not operational. And if you were lucky enough to get that parking spot, you know you're good to go. You were fine. So it occurred to Tony, however, he's like, you know what? Because he got the parking spot, and then he untied the orange thing they put over the meter, and he threw it in his hatchback. And everywhere we drove, he and he did. He never worried about witnesses. You know what I mean? He just got out of the car, opened the hatchback, pulled out this orange bag, which was the official thing that they used in the city. And he'd put it over whatever parking meter. He's like, I'm not paying for parking. That's why I stole the, the, the goddamn thing. But I, I do remember on one occasion, we pull up, and we're in front of a bus stop. And this is like 3.30 in the afternoon. It has really like 25 people deep. Tony gets out. He covers up the parking meter. Like, they started cheering for him. Yeah! Get him, brother! I'm like, bro, you saved like 50 cents. They're acting like you're Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. You know, my God. And, uh, I mean, hey, the it work It's smart. It did work. And I mean, he did it for like three years, man. But when they started converting, like, the credit card machines, or there's one per block mm-hmm. that everyone pays for, he couldn't do it anymore. The other thing we used to do, this is bad, this is actually a federal crime, but uh, when we were in high school, everyone took the city bus to get to school, and I want to say bus fare, at that point, was a buck twenty-five. and the word got around and said... If you tear your dollar bill in half, because you had to fold it over anyway to fit it in the slot okay. to get on the bus. So they would tear their dollar bills in half and fold that half. But basically, you got two rides for every one dollar. Hmm. So instead of losing. So if your parents gave you like 10 bucks in ones, right, to catch the bus to and from school, you basically made five bucks a week. Okay. And that's what we did. So right. they would tear the dollar. But they started getting hip to that. And sometimes, like, the bus driver kind of knew you may have done that, but they didn't have access to actually get into the box right, to right. look at it. Yep. So it was like, hey, man. you. Do. So when they started doing the, the machines they have now, we actually have to
2: physically slide it in. Yeah, game is over. We used to kind of cheat the system at Maryland Games because a guy knew he worked at the gates, right? Yeah. So his big rule was you just, like, basically, like, you just needed a piece of paper or, like, cardboard. So we'd sit out in the parking lot. It would rip rip up stuff so it was the same size as a paper ticket. And you saw tickets back then? Yeah.
4: And you would just hand it to him, and he would just kind of fake rip it, and then mm-hmm. you'd go in. Ah, uh, they just let us walk in.
5: They, uh, we tried yeah, that. Because uh,
4: it was a cousin. Just like go to Cousin Joe's Gate, and you go mm-hmm. with your dad, and you just walk in.
5: We did it at a Ravens game years ago. You know, NFL, pretty strict security, but we realized that we had our radial lanyards. So you kind of look official. And miles and I agreed. We said, look, man, just walk kind of fast and look angry. You look like you're part of all the stuff that Mm -hmm. goes on, put an NFL broadcast. And it is amazing how much goes into it. You just wouldn't know. We didn't know until we actually got into the tunnel at Raven Stadium. And when you, I mean, the catering, all these people, everyone's super busy. So we just acted like that. No one even gave us a second look. We had absolutely no business being there. And the final thing was you can see like daylight at the end of the tunnel where the players come out. And there's one security guard. Sitting right there, so we walk down, and this guy looks at us, and he's like, "Guys, I don't know who you fooled. I cannot let you out on the field." And he looks at Miles, okay, and he goes, "Wait a minute, did you work at the classic rock station?" Miles is like, "Yeah." He's like, "Dude, I want was a Journey, Journey ticket. Yeah. I want Journey ticket." To- Go ahead, guys. Yeah. So uh, as a result of Miles giving this guy journey a journey, take 10 years ago, we got to walk uh, on the NFL yeah. field. That was cool.
4: Reason uh, we asked, how did you try to uh, cheat the system and did it work? Problem with drug screening, they say, is that you know if your sample is going to come back positive, there's not much you can do about it, depending wow. on the drug you've had and the time elapsed from the time that you did it to you uh, have to take the urinalysis. Your Unless you're a 42-year-old woman in Florida named Jessica Beatty who was caught trying to defraud a court-ordered drug screening By using pee that she somehow collected from her aunt's dog. Ah, Whoops. Now, it sounds like she was caught with a pee before submitting it. She then (laughs) admitted that it was her aunt's dog's waste. She also provided a valid sample, which was not probably clean. I mean, what kind of person would try to submit dog pee if they weren't using drugs? Don't you think they're going to figure out, like, well... There's no drugs in your system, but there's a lot of AlPO. Mm-hmm. Now Jessica was charged with urine testing, fraudulent practices, oh, and to be clear, her scheme would not have worked even if a probation officer didn't see the dog pee. Drug tests can easily differentiate human pee from non-human oh. pee. That's the tough. Yes. Thing. How did you get it? How did you get the sample? That is my question.:
5: I mean, do you follow the dog around? Maybe we got to take the dog out and, it, and, and with, hold a bowl under with its, a cup of you know,
4: thermos?
6: Right? because it's so sporadic when they finally do mm-hmm. do it you know I'll take my dog out and he'll sniff some bushes and just walk by them he'll sniff some trees and walk by them and then all of a sudden just bam out of nowhere do you have a boy or a girl dog boy
5: see I think it's easier with the female dogs my dog I don't know where she's going to pee sure, but when she squat. does she does the squat which by the way again for people that are driving by watching my dog squat to pee it's pee it's not poop mm-hmm. i do i get so many passive aggressive people right They're driving up the road. The dog squats to pee. Pick up your dog's poop as they're driving by. I'm like, man. And I had one person tell me this in person as I walk about. You're not going to pick up your dog's poop? Said it's a girl dog. She peed. If you can find it, I'll pick it up. I pick it up. That's how she squats when she pees. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, man, every freaking day I get dirty looks. And I'm like, dog, you cause more damn trouble than it's worth. Mm -hmm. She's just peeing. It's fine.
3: Got him. Random, random, random.
4: Hello, random, Alex. Random, welcome random, to the men's random, room.
3: Random, random, random. Hola. hola. Hola.
4: Alex, welcome to the program. Random a question, question. Okay. How are you guys doing today? We're doing, doing great, great man. man. Thank you, brother. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go with this one. What about you physically is a little bit different than others?
6: <laughs> what about you physically? Oh, uh, that's uh, quite easy. I could... Uh... I could uh, um, voluntarily dislocate both of my shoulders. Does it hurt? Huh? All right. No, I've been able to do this pretty much since I was a toddler, possibly even younger. Have you ever attempted to get out of a straitjacket? Uh, no, I am not that flexible.
4: All right, well, let me ask you this: if I had your, if I had my, if I arrested you and put your hands behind your back in cuffs, would you be able to pop your shoulders out, rotate your arms all the way over top of your head, and your hands would be in front of you?
6: Uh, no, I, it's, it's, I also, so, so what I do is just, it's just, uh, popping it out just to the, on the side of it. That's really as far as I can go.
4: Okay. All right. That's still farther than most. Does it hurt when you pop it back in? No, of course not. Okay. All right. Well, I just know that the times I've separated my shoulder, that was the problem. Uh, not necessarily the separation that didn't hurt putting it back putting in. Putting it back in. That hurt. Oh, it's like breaking that the bone. I- <laughs> when a broken yeah.
5: bones, it doesn't really right. hurt. But when they set the bone, it's like this is when ridiculous. you get
4: up, you look and you see after getting tackled or whatever, the, the, your shoulder is hanging down right near your pectoral muscle. That did not hurt. It, maybe the hit hurt, but but it coming out, you you weren't aware of it until you you knew something was wrong. But you sure. looked, but then it being popped back in, that's when you're just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just from the. Top of your head to your toes is just, it's a shock of pain. Alex, you ever just like pop your shoulders out to freak people out or
5: do it as a bar trick?
7: Uh, both, yeah. Okay. Uh, All okay. right.
5: If you can do stuff like, for whatever reason, it seems like if I go to the bar, whatever stupid human trick you could do,
4: the bar yeah. seems to be the place sure, to For sure. Reason we ask about to you is, uh, is uh, physically different than others. Uh, Steve, we know a person like this. Oh, no. A man with a distinctive waddle is wanted for robbing multiple banks so far in the new year. Distinctive. The advisory tweeted out by the Metro Denver Crime Stoppers calls the man the Penguin Bandit. Oh, yes, we do. While (laughs) the moniker given to the human is humorous. (laughs) <laughs> Denver police said he's wanted for robbing three banks in a week span earlier this month. Now, they do have some, they think he's between 35 and 45 years old. How do you not catch him? Say five feet 11. Right, he's maybe, not gonna run. maybe yet. six feet tall, blue eyes, heavy build. But the dude waddles like a penguin. So they're like, look, you got to know this guy. Right. Look at it. Basically, all the surveillance video is not of him at the counter demanding money. It's just, him, just him, walking. It's him walking in and out of the banks. Like, you got, you know, you know this guy. Because yes. right. he walks like the freaking penguin. Uh, The first location he robbed was uh, near the University of Denver, and then he robbed another uh, location uh, the next day. Police say that he was also casing another canvas credit union. He was going to rob that one as well because they saw him waddling around the parking lot. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, each of the robberies, police said uh, the Penguin uh, presented a demand note while also verbally demanding money. So they are still on the look for the Penguin Bandit. In the, we, do, uh, in the Denver
5: area. we do know a person like that.
4: You yeah, guys
6: may yeah, have even yeah. seen
5: this person. It is a woman, a little bit older. She works in the building. Maybe. And man, Asian I lady. Have. Yeah.
6: I think I have.
5: Yes, you would know if you, I mean, and it sounds bad. And I'm sure she's very nice. Her voice is really irritating, but I'm sure she's very nice. But every time we see her, we can't help but we just start wah, wah.
6: <laughs> every time. Yeah. Every our, time it's, our, it's, it's, we almost do it unconsciously. Yeah. Our buddy VD just piped into my ears with the, with the penguin. He laughs. knows. Yep, he yeah. knows. Yeah, he knows <laughs> <who laughs> the person is. Yes. <laughs> random. random, random,
5: random
6: <laughs> Miles, you mentioned uh, uh, <laughs> you asked him if he could pop his shoulders out back back to the collar. If he could pop his shoulders out uh, and get out of handcuffs, my buddy did that. Really. When I was in Scouts, there was one, one time that we were, you know, we had our weekly meeting, whatever it was, and we brought it we brought an officer. Forget what it was, but he was known to be able to he could grab his hands behind his back and he could bring ah. him up all the way over the top. God. It's also a young kid, so they're you know, they're yeah. flexible at that age. Mm-hmm. And he actually did the cop was a little reluctant at first, but he was like, All right, fine. So he actually put him in handcuffs and he did just fold it up and over. It's like, Well, I've never seen that one before. <laughs> yeah. I think
5: the coolest move you could do with that is if the cops aren't looking. Yes. You know, so they put you in the back of the car. Your hands are behind your back. By the time they pull up to the station, they're resting in front.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just glad still it's, in just, the back of the hey, car. We, we're like, still I'm in the back. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, congrats to this lady, but it can't be fun sleeping next to her when she's got a cold. A mom near Toronto named Lulu Lotus. Lulu Lotus. Lulu Lotus. Come on broke the world record for the loudest nose whistle 44.1 decibels <laughs> yeah. talk about a party trick it's the loudest nose whistle that's what she can do with her body according to guinness that's as loud as uh, some bird calls to break it she needed specialized equipment that cost thousands of dollars so she went to a place that specializes in precision sound recording all right it happened in 2022 but she recently found out, it's official, Guinness just did a huge write-up on her. She can do it intentionally and even whistle songs. She's not totally sure how, but says it's something to do with controlling the muscles in her throat. Now, she realized she could do it when she was seven and has to have her mouth closed for it to work. So she used to prank her teachers all the time at school. To <laughs> keep her mouth shut and whistle. she could do this without her mouth being open. Her five-year-old son just found out that he can do it, too. You got to be kidding. She said it would be great if he broke her world record someday for nose whistling at 44.1 decibels. Is she single? Sounds hot. hot. You have a
6: recording of I her nose whistling? I have the audio. So I, Let's I, hear it. I don't think we have the actual world record of it because it's just, it's just the sound of a whistle. But it is definitely powerful. And this she actually changes notes. This is all with her nose. <laughs> She even freaks out her dog with it. It's kind of impressive.
5: Jeez, a whiz. It sounds stupid. I kind of wish I could do that. Yeah, I
6: can't. <laughs> I, I mean, like,
5: look,
4: if I could just have my mouth shut and whistle where is that coming from? See, she she must be able to pinch her nostrils somehow. Because you have to purse your lips when you whistle. <laughs> so would you have to purse, you know, you know, pierce your have some nose. control of the muscle like all the way your up in there,
0: maybe?
5: Do you think she's an absent whistler like my father is, and now my son is? Where if they're doing something. He's just whistling out the top of his lungs. He doesn't even realize he's doing it. It's super annoying, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> so I'm just wondering if nose whistler is the same thing.
4: Well, the good thing about being a nose whistler, no one knows it's you. You can't yeah. see the movement in the cheeks and the jaw. You can't see the lips. So now, if you wanted to prank a teacher or disrupt the class or whatever. Ruin a funeral, a wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got know your, what I mean? Sitting your... on the
5: plane. Everyone's annoyed that someone won't yeah. stop whistling. I got your nose whistling. And it now. sounds like it's you, but obviously it's, it's not because it's, your mouth is shut. It's an open casket funeral
6: and, and, you're you're just and nobody's mouth is whistling. Right. You're just
5: looking around. I mean, I would definitely do it a lot more often if I could. I would do it mm-hmm. all. of. I would do it on the bus. I would do it, bus, would do it in restaurants. I mean, honestly, God, everywhere uh, I, I go. I a
4: nose whistle, would happy birthday, <laughs> somebody at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the table <laughs> coming around. What is that? More of the uh, random question question coming up. 206 803 Rock.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone
4: 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible
0: trade in when you switch.
5: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the
4: National Association of Realtors. 99.9 KISW.
3: The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with
4: Miles and Thrill. It is random question, question 206-803-ROCK. Hello, George. Welcome to the men's room. Random, random, random. Oh, yeah, George, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Random, random, All right, let's see here. Random, okay. Okay. Random, random, random. George, how about this one? What was going on right under your nose that you did not know about, but you found out later?
7: Uh, well, probably before I, uh, I got divorced last year, I had uh, no idea that uh, she had an affair with somebody that we were close with and wasn't disclosing. So that was super fun to find out.
4: Yeah, I bet
5: not. How did you find out?
7: Uh, later when she admitted to me after I kicked her out. Mm-hmm.
5: So did you have suspicions or she just laid it on you?
7: She just laid it on me.
4: Okay. Was it someone you worked with? She worked with? A personal friend?
7: Uh, it was actually a person that she didn't me to, like, the summer for him. And he was, like, a super nice guy. And then she was like, by the way, this has been happening too. And I was
4: like, all cool, right, well, take her tea and shut the door. And were you, you said you were married? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that sucks. But oh. I guess it's, you're better off now. That's a fact. Than have somebody better, who's
7: better.
4: I you know, wanting to be with somebody else. Damn. I, I mean, <laughs> it sounds stupid. At least she told you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found out like I had a. Uh...
2: Is that better to tell him at that point though? I, I always go back and forth. I'm like, I'm right. Like I, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of honesty, but like sure. at that point, like is she just saying that to like twist the knife more?
7: Not like passing my head a little bit too, but
4: yeah.
7: No, I I asked the guy too, and he was like, "Yeah, but uh, that definitely didn't happen." Yeah, okay. you know, that's
4: super special fun. All right, Well, uh, this is this. I kind of got wind of this. I, w- I was younger. I was probably 18 years old, 19 years old. Right. I was working in radio, and there is the big boss, the general manager. Yeah. And uh, he's the guy who hired me. I, I knew his wife. I knew his children. They lived down the street from me. Okay. But uh, there was one woman who was the director of business at the time. Okay. Now, when everyone was gone, because I, I would work at night, and she would still be in there working. Now, this was a four-story building. But she would just sit up there and rip Salem cigarettes in her office all the time. (laughs) Now, you could smoke in bars. There were were certain, you could smoke in, there uh, smoking sections in restaurants. But at that point in time, you weren't actually really allowed to just smoke in any general building. Right. Not not on the inside of a building. You could not do that. And I would always ask her. And I was like, you don't care that you're going to get busted? Like, the whole floor smells like smoke. I mean, I was a smoker then. I stepped outside to smoke. Sure. And she was like, oh, I don't care what he says, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a pretty strong stance. This guy's a pretty powerful guy, and he, he's he's your boss, and you don't give zero Fs about anything that you do, what time you come in. I don't care. Like, she'd have a bottle of wine out on her desk, and I'm working late, I deserve a drink, that kind of a thing. But cigarette smoke is so distinctive. It is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And this, it, this was... Uh, much like this office. So, you know, she had an office without a door. So the main area where everyone just had smells cubicles like and everything, this whole floor. I mean, I, well, as soon as I got upstairs, because I go up there to get my time sheets. I go up there to yeah. look at my mailbox and see, like, what, what production I had to do and all these other things. And they're all located up there. So I go up there every time I came in to see what my schedule was going to be, all that stuff. And she just gave zero f's, and I never, and I, I, I couldn't figure out why. A, they never told her to stop. Mm. B, was never a problem. And then years later, And you pieced it together. It all came together She's when throwing I throwing some it, ass that way. When I found yeah. out like yeah. we were going on business trips and all that stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, what, man. Okay, I, all right. I, 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 I did not know, but I had no reason to know. But then it all kind of clicked in retrospect. I, I'm a
5: smoker as well, and I'm working overnights uh, back in Baltimore early in my radio career, and. CBS radio at the time, they kept sending out uh, emails, but only to the women that worked there that said, please stop smoking in a women's bathroom. It was about six months they would get this and I'd hear all the women chit-chatting about like, who do you think it is? Well, after half a year of this, my boss finally pulls me to the side and says, um, could I ask you something? I'm like, sure, man. (laughs) Are you the a-hole smoking in the women's room? I said, yeah. But here's the thing. You never asked. And he's like, you know we've been sending out these emails and memos and all these warnings. I'm like, right. But you guys were under the impression that it was a woman. He goes, because it's in the women's bathroom. I said, right. But I work overnight. There's no one else here. And if I smoke in the men's bathroom, that would be obvious. So, yes, I've been smoking in a women's bathroom for the last six months. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will stop. And the one time I mentioned on the air, because we had a short song. And like, Miles, you always say this, man, if you're a smoker, if you have a long song, cool, I'll go catch smoke. Short song sucks. Cher always had these short ass songs, and I hated her music anyway. And I would tell people, so man, here's what, the shoop, shoop song mm-hmm. from Cher, yeah, right? right? Like, this thing's like two and a half minutes long, I'm a smoker, I got to now blow my smoke into the toaster. All right? And I said, this is like 3.30 in the morning, the hotline rings, mm-hmm. same balls. Are you being serious about blowing smoke into the toaster? I was like, no, Bill... I'm just doing it for comedy. Sure, that would blow my smoke in the tub, yeah, right? no, absolutely no. was. Absolutely. Basically,
4: CDs. CDs, if you use a CD, most people put in a CD, they listen to it, and they put it back in the case. Right. At a radio station, you're playing a lot of those CDs four to five to six times a day, depending on the album. Sure. So you get a lot of wear and tear. Smooth. And then you, you'll you discover on a smoke break that that song has a skip in it. And you walk in. Ding, <laughs> ding, 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 yeah. ding, like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It ain't better. Ding, <laughs> ding, 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 You're like, oh, man, I'm screwed. Hotlines ringing. Don't answer. Yeah. The reason that we asked what was going on right under your nose, here's a wild one. Scientists have mapped the largest coral reef deep in the ocean. This thing stretches hundreds of miles off of the U.S. Atlantic coast. They had no huh. idea it was there. Uh, They've known basically since the 60s that some coral was present in the Atlantic. But the reef size remained a mystery until new underwater mapping technology made it possible to construct 3D images of the ocean floor. This is the largest yet known deep coral reef. It's been right under our noses the entire time waiting to be discovered. The reef extends 310 miles from Florida to South Carolina. At some points, this coral reef is 68 miles wide. 68. The total area is three times the size of Yellowstone National Park. How did we miss this? It is eye-opening. It's breathtaking in scale. Now, the reef was found at depths so that were about uh, from 700 feet to 3,200 feet. So sunlight doesn't penetrate, but unlike a tropical coral reefs, so that's all photosynthesis done by light, uh, this coral this far down filters food particles out of the water for energy. So they provide habitat for uh, sharks, swordfish, sea stars, octopus, shrimp, and many other kinds of fish. But they say the Sonar mapping identified 83,900 individual coral mound peak Jeez. features in the Blake Plateau. For years, we thought it was just uninhabited sediment. But after more than 10 years of mapping and exploration, we have revealed the largest deep-sea coral reef habitat found to date anywhere in the world. Three times the size of Yellowstone.
5: It just correct. seems crazy to me that we have we just now found that.
6: hmm
5: Just found it. That's I, read, not, I read the story, I, I was like, what? Yeah, it's just it <laughs> How did sound, you, like what? Right off the coast of Florida. Yeah. And it goes up nice. to South Carolina. And it's three times the size of Yellowstone and just now, like,
4: oh right, go. you tell me like hey. a su- submarine can't turn we're good. on. It. We yeah. found yeah. it. It doesn't have like headlights on that damn thing? You can't like look down and shine a light on it? Do have sort of headlights. Well, I know the little ones do. You know, like you've, you've not seen, the little teeny tiny ones. I'm talking about like a submarine, submarine. Yeah, I mean, like you would think that they would shine the lights down and just kind of like check out what's going on, right?
6: I, I think they just work by like sonar. I know I don't, that. I don't, I don't think there's actually like in front. while, then you want the to flip thing, the, yeah. the? light- if if I, I, well, why, I, why do you have lights on it? So you, you can make so it so tur- you can see things. If you if don't look up the window like you're looking yeah. out a dog windshield, man. If it's on sonar, you don't need
4: lights. I want windows. I want lights. I want to be able to look out. I want turn signals on that bad boy. I want turn signal. You know, but I mean, you're not looking at i driving a thing. I want all the necessary
5: but I still don't
2: know that you'd be able to see anything. But I'm saying, like, the closer you get to the bottom, right,
5: I just feel like you would have, like, a spotlight that pops mm-hmm. on. That's all. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. It, but the flip side of that is, you know, if I'm in the Navy. I mean, I've really seen this thing. And I realize there's a coral reef there. I wouldn't think to tell anyone because I would assume. Yeah. That they know? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm a pilot and I see a bird in the sky, I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell anyone because I would assume Look, if not, you study birds, you, you reckon. So they probably think, like, of course they know this is here. It's three times the size
4: of Yellowstone. They got to know, right. right? Even if you're going to go like, the blue hole in, in Belize in a submarine for the very first time it's ever been done. I want lights on that damn thing. Yes. If there's a big old monster now I want to see what the hell's a big old monster. <laughs> you know, whatever the <laughs> hell's down there. You're going to go a big old monster yeah, in a blue you, hole. If you're a monster, wouldn't you live in a big hole? Well, yeah. Presumably. I would. Presumably. I'd yeah. live in a cave. You could, yeah. Like, you know, there's a few of those in What Star is Wars. a cave but a big hole, Ted?
2: Yeah, well, it doesn't go deep. It's it more of a gap. I'm thinking more of like a, like a cave on the side of a mountain. I want to yeah. be a scary monster. But Every if you're really a, while, a scary monster,
5: do you yeah. need to hide in a cave? Like, if I know that I'm a scary yeah. monster, right? I, I'm like Godzilla style. I'm not hiding anywhere. I'm just going
6: to freak people out. Constantly. The more you're around people, the more chances they have of figuring out what it is to take you down, man. Have you seen guys on if, if you're a monster, right? you live in big holes. You live in volcano craters. You live in big holes. Right. That's what you That's do. That's always something. And he takes off know. so that they can't sit there and study. I'm like, okay, here's his weak spot. No or did King Kong live. He lived on an island. He did not live in a hole, though. Right? Okay. He's on Skull Island. But he's on doggone he's, island.
5: But still. He was, he was on, in a land full of other giant things, man. And guess where they lived? And freaking holes. Mm-hmm. holes. Random, random, mm. random, random. But not King random, Kong.
1: Random,
5: ain't scared of nobody. Random, I live in a hole. Random, King Kong, goddammit.
1: Random, random. Random, <laughs> random.
5: Hello, Michael. Welcome
4: to the men's room.
7: Hola, bitches, and good Monday. Hola.
4: Hola. Michael, welcome to the program and the random question question. Okay, let's go back in time a little bit. We touched on this, uh, this discussion a little bit last week, but. Um, what what food would you say that you eat differently from most people? Not like, long. if I watched you have this combination or however you're prepared, whatever you're preparing, we're talking about the fact that uh, uh, the head chef had a list of foods that people do not cook the correct way. Intentionally. Yeah, Intentionally, they, right. they
5: do They do different things to their food. I talked about my daughter, how she chooses to eat pizza, which is still bizarre. And as my wife pointed out over the weekend, she goes, I had to stop watching your daughter eat a turkey sandwich. I said, it's just the same weird deconstruction process kind of thing. Yeah, she's like, I just I just look away. And I go, look, like, man, it's just how she operates. I don't understand
6: it. It is weird, but everything she eats. Does she, she do just, it like salad too? Like take all the stuff away from the salad? She's got a No, pile of she'll
5: actually, if you give her a salad, it's one of the few things she will eat as it is constructed. But the pizza, pepperoni pizza, she eats the pepperoni first, then pulls all the cheese off, eats that. And for whatever reason, the slice of pizza is then turned upside down. And she eats it. I cannot explain upside it. Upside
4: down with just just the sauce so, on the bottom
5: now. Just the sauce on the bottom, but somehow she holds it at a weird angle. So now the sauce is facing the plate and she eats it with the crust side up. Does she After watch other, other people the eat the, the, the pizza? Apparently, she's never seen anyone else on TV. I mean, you got to have pizza parties at that age. You, you have to see how all your friends
6: eat it. That is how she eats it. Is she a plate turner too? She has to eat one thing at a time. She doesn't ever. Does she, she finish one part of the plate before she moves to another? A lot of times she does. Okay, if you okay. give her three different things, right, they, they nice. go in a very specific so way. So, meat, cheese.
5: So, the meat first. Then the right, Then the, the cheese, crust. which you've pulled off. And not like one big handful. This is like four different And this is one slice of pizza. And this entire process takes about 15 minutes. Okay. And it's very annoying because it's like, hey, man, if we go to like a watershed or something. Yeah. Everyone else has eaten a pizza, she's still on slice number one. Is taking her
4: time. But oh, you got to take her for, like, Chicago deep dish just to throw her off. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and she wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> like, she
4: right? She's like, uh. So, Michael, what would you say you eat differently for most people?
7: Um, if, if I had to actually think about it for what I might do differently, it would either be, I eat pizza. So, the way I eat pizza nine times out of ten is I'll actually take it to where, like, all the toppings and I'll fold the crust in on itself, so it's kind of like a reverse taco. Okay. All right. That's fairly common. All the flavor of everything, or or another real one that I do quite often, minus my salad, is I almost put salt and pepper on just about everything because I don't really feel like some places give it enough flavor. Okay.
5: What are some of the things you put salt and pepper on where other people think you're kind of insane for doing it?
7: Um i really just about anything. Watermelon a salad. I mean,
4: you put salt on watermelon. Put a
7: little salt on a watermelon and I like everything. That. And give it a little bit that's, more of its heartiness. Yeah, you I do. Like too.
4: It. I love it. You, that's, how, that's how I grew up eating it. Yeah, you got. it. Yeah. Once you have it, you'll never bad go back. a Way
7: to do it at all. I learned that from my grandpa. He actually kind of. He's the reason why I do the salt and pepper on everything. Okay. I think the old man. He, he even does it on his salad. The only thing I don't ever see him do it on is like a corn dog.
2: <laughs> you know what, honestly, my grandfather used to do it. I put pepper. I put black pepper on my pizza now. I'd, I've yep, started doing that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. salt. How yeah. about salt in a draft
4: beer?
7: Yep. It you ever seen somebody salt a beer? I mean, I uh, see I've cause seen it because it do.
4: fuzzy,
2: but
5: I'm yeah. not a big fan. Uh, uh, some people are chiming in there. It says, I eat peanut butter, Miracle Whip, and cheese sandwiches. All right. I dip chips and crackers into peppered cottage cheese. Okay. Ran into somebody who's really fond of cottage cheese recently. Uh, I, hey, David, but, we keep talking about cottage cheese. I don't have to go buy some no, for work. It's terrible. I I bumped I into a it. guy that we know. We're at the grocery stores yesterday. And I bumped into a dude that we know. And, you know, he's typical, hey, how you doing, man? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he says, well, I'm, I'm buying stuff for the football games. I'm like, right on. So I look into his uh, shopping cart. And there were four tubs of cottage cheese and an eight-pack of toilet paper. And I just thought, we enjoy Mm -hmm. football differently. Uh, Someone else says, I ate the bottom of a Snickers bar first, then the top. Kind of like corn on the cob. And this one is crazy to me. It says I eat kiwis whole, skin and all.
4: Like I, I, I eat the crust first on my pizza I about because I you
6: eat pizzas backwards. I do
4: because I like the sauce and the pepperoni, uh, cheesy part the best. So I always like it's like the last bite of anything. Yeah, I always try to make sure that the last bite of whatever I'm I'm having is the best part. I think of the bite I'm savoring it for whatever. I reason. do that with sandwiches stay, very specifically.
2: I do. I can do it with sandwiches with pizza. The first couple bites are the best.
4: Yeah. And then generally,
2: I try to save just a little bit of sauce and cheese to kind of for fold that it back across the crust. Yeah, crust. Yeah.
4: So that way you get sauce with the crust. And I'm, really I'm also team extra sauce. I'm also team ranch dressing for my uh, for my crust. If you got, yeah, if you've got yeah, ranch, marinara, I'll definitely anything, dip the crust. You know, like a garlic dip. Whatever. If you've got it's just Basically, it's a breadstick. Any, anything yeah, else yeah. that I can dip it in, I'm game.
6: Whatever you have on the side, I'm good. I'll eat the crust of a Texas toast before I get to the... That delicious, buttery center. Really? Yes. Okay. Because I do like same, some Texas sa- toast. Same thing with Miles. Is like, I, I like that part the best. And so the crust isn't all that bad. You get a little bit of, this, of the center with it as well, but then you get that long run. And I have this one little bit of crust at the handle, basically. And then you get that long run of the innards. It's just fantastic.
4: <laughs> Reason we ask, what food do you eat differently for most people? Gene Simmons wanted to uh, ask a question for some of his followers on social media. What he wanted to know was whether he was the only person who like to put ice cubes in their cereal? What? And uh, I've heard of the. I've it. seen it before. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the last posts that he put out before he left Twitter, well, currently known as X, cereal for dinner was uh, something that he says he likes to do all the time. But as the photos show, Simmons was not only using ice to chill the milk in his bowl, his cereal of choice, Oreo O's. Uh, some of Simmons' followers confessed that they too had adopted his cereal icing habit. While others said that they thought they might give it a go, now that they knew it was a thing. Still, others reacted with shock, although much of this seemed uh, feigned. One person called the concept of ice and cereal crazy, while someone else suggested it was a billion times worse than Ozzy biting the head off a bat. (laughs) Then, we have an American tourist in Canada who posted a photo after they ordered a burger at a Toronto airport Hilton. They had to sign a waiver to get it cooked medium. What? The waitress took their order and brought the burger. Then she handed them a food waiver that said they could not sue if the hamburger made them sick. It's not actually a new thing. Canada has laws in the books for years that say restaurants have to do burgers well done to kill off any possible E. coli. That's at least 160 degrees. Medium is typically 140 to 145. So the person who ordered it said they didn't even end up eating the burger. They took a few bites, but... Having to sign something that told them that it might kill them kind of ruined their appetite, they said. Yeah, it kind of does a little bit. A spokesman for Hilton says it's something they uh, do at specific hotels, but it's not a standard practice for Hilton's in the United States. But depending on where the location is and the laws, they, they try to uh, stick to it. I mean, they're
5: right. At the time I order the food, it's not because of heat. It's not because I'm getting uh, blowfish or something like, hey, it's just a hamburger, but sign this waiver because it might kill you. I'm mm-hmm. going to pass. As far as people's weird eating habits, someone here says you're making me rethink my whole life because my last bite of any sandwich is always the bottom corner piece, the worst piece. All right. Someone else says I don't break apart my Kit Kats when eating them. That's a <laughs> true. Oh, that's a weird. One. Bad. I do that with my that, string that's cheese. That's weird. It is a little weird. I don't know. It's not important to break them apart, but no, I just
2: feel
6: like no. you're supposed to. You're just
2: having the whole candy bar.
5: I, I do
6: just, that with my string cheese.
2: String cheese, to, I,
6: like I I never say it pull it apart. Yeah. I just eat It's really a waste like of time. Stick.
2: If I'm sitting at home just having a string cheese, I take the time to pull it apart. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, it's
5: never occurred to me to do that. My kids don't do that. I just try to make it last longer. Uh, someone else here says, I <laughs> eat Costco's chocolate and blueberry muffins.
2: Like, what's yes. wrong with that?
5: Frozen. Hmm. What? Okay. They eat the chocolate and blueberry muffins frozen. Uh, someone else there says, any host's product, Ho-Ho's, Ding Dong's, trinkies with a slice of American cheese. And someone else says, yogurt and cottage cheese is the bomb. Combined? That's what I'm guessing. Yogurt and cottage
4: cheese. Okay. Right. I like
5: both, but not together. Yeah, exactly. That's... I like chocolate. I like tuna fish. They don't
4: need to be together. Yeah. I definitely try the cottage cheese and the sour cream before the chocolate and the tuna fish.
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions
3: in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively Sports.
6: The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet.
3: Music. You set my world on